Get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it. I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Hi, we are here, back, after only two weeks off. I miss Jeff so much. I never saw you during this entire time off, even though you invited me to a party that blew up. It's okay. Even though I heard you dressed up as as Santa for Christmas. I did. Santa Santa Jeff. I look bad right now, though. I couldn't have been able to get them. This this is the time during the break where I had to do the uh, skin cancer I, I treatment again, it. so I'm all red and nasty. Yeah, you're not bad. You're still a good-looking man. Agreed. It's good to be back, too. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year to everybody. To Happy New Year to you in jail. <laughs> Ain't the movie. No idea. It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah, kind of the that. penultimate. You never watched It's a Wonderful Life? No. I have watched Sound of Music, though, a bunch. You would never get through It's a Wonderful Life because it's a 45-minute setup to a 45 minutes of greatness. Okay. You wouldn't like that. Okay. So don't bother. Okay. Because about halfway through it, you'll be going, this is the dumbest movie ever, but it all set, it's a setup. to okay. the Kind of like uh, Family Man. I've seen every Christmas movie this, these two weeks. <laughs> I'm so sick of Christmas. I hate to say it. I'm tired of it. Tired of it. Well, it is uh, now gone. And we start talking start some call. sports for the first time in 2024. Yeah. Which there's obviously a lot to talk about since we have not been here. Very weird part of this off time, break, whatever you want to call it. No yeah. bowl game, which I don't, that's never happened to me before covering the Gators. Think about this. Did that ever happen to you? Oh, When's yeah. the last time the Gators didn't go to a bowl game? Um, McElwain's last year, Muschamp's last year, or Muschamp's next to last year. We didn't year. go to bowl games? No. Really? Four and eight. You don't go to bowl oh, games at four true. and eight. We didn't that year, so that's right. So I guess so it, no, it has, I, I have not done it before. Well, I've told the story a million times, but during the first one with Muschamp, when they didn't go to a bowl, I convinced the commissioner, Mike Slive, to take me on that trip where you go to – he went – he goes Gator Bowl – Gator Bowl, Citrus Bowl, Outback Bowl. And I said, can I get on that plane? So my wife drove me all the way up to Jacksonville just so I could get on, go watch that game and then get on the plane with him. It was one of the greatest days of my life. To be nice. But, I was, but m- most of it was based on the fact that I love going to bowl games. I lo- just love being there you know, for four or five days and having a good time. And they, they, Some treat you good. Some are the Birmingham Bowl. Okay, so now did you – actually watch the bowl games this year? I would say I watched 95% of them. Really? And probably, <laughs> but but I'm when I say 95%, I watch some of the games for 90, 95%. Well, and if that's the case, then I watch 
I'm a big bowl fan. I love I love watching those games. It in our house, my wife and so I'm not the only reason I married her. I mean, obviously looks was number one, but she likes to have bowl games on in the background while she's cooking, and she did unbelievable work over these last two. I mean, she does great every all the time, but she hosted a party. She. Uh, drove us and and took care of our all these different um, Christmas. We had four Christmases this year, so there was a movie called that. I know, and it's her favorite movie. And I saw that one too, again. So it was just a fun, fun Christmas, and a happy New Year. We went very light on it, but I am um, I'm glad to be back talking to you and be back on the radio. I I, I said this on my podcast. And I think you would agree with me. Uh, Gator fans needed a break from me, and I needed a break from them. I think it was like we needed a little too weak. Let's not complain about the same things, and let's not argue about, yeah. about the same things over and over again. Now we can get back to it. And and through all that, of course, there was the early National Signing Day where things went okay for Florida, but not as, as good as they could have been. And then... You watched a couple of games last night where, again, why? Although, like, I, I don't bet. Yeah. And that's why I don't bet because I would have said Georgia and Texas would have been the two winners from yesterday's game. Well, Georgia didn't play yesterday. I mean, <laughs> Alabama and Texas would have been the two winners. But I, I had Georgia in my mind because I was going to say, out of any bet, though, that I would have ever been confident about, it would have been for Georgia to do that to Florida State. So. Oh, I'm was, not allowed to bet, yeah, well, but yeah. I, I that was the one that I would have probably put down my entire savings account. And the on. bookies worked really hard to get you to still not bet on that. Sure, to, for Georgia, they got it up to twenty. At, I don't know if yeah. it was twenty-one at the end, but it was twenty. And you don't see that very often. Where a thirteen and zero uh, uh, Power Five champion is. Um, a night twenty point underdog. So, it, but it was. I mean, and, and look, it got to a point where we, Karen and I were watching it at home, and then we went to out to dinner that night. We we're watching it there, and Karen, I was like, you know, this is embarrassing. I don't want to watch it. It's just no fun. I don't want to watch this game. And she's like, Nah, I want, I want FSU to lose as by as much as possible. I go, All right, if we if we're gonna go with that, then let's watch it. But um can you imagine? And look, you can. Uh, I'm going to tell FSU fans this, and you want, may want to believe. You could have given FSU all the opt outs back. Okay, every one of them. Everyone who opted out of that game could have been playing in the semifinal against Michigan. You'd have lost by almost the same score without a quarterback. You'd have gotten killed in that game. I don't care. I know that I love. Some of their players, uh, Wilson, Bell, all these guys are really good players. Uh, Keon Coleman, I love him. Um, Trey Benson is a really good player. This is a that's a really good team. You still would have gotten destroyed by Michigan because they would have just pushed you around like they did Alabama last night. And Alabama somehow almost pulled it out and should have won the game. All you got to do is stop a fourth and two and cover one guy. You decided. All our guys run away from Blake Corum. Run away from him. Don't let him get. Don't let anybody get near him. It was that was. I was rooting for Alabama, so it was depressing. 
First time since 2014, an SEC team will not play for a national title, which is Hey, we can't do nuts. it every year. Yeah, <laughs> and you won't have one win. Last time a non-SEC team won was Clemson, 2018, I believe. It could have been an all-SEC final theory. With theory. Texas. Yeah. But, uh, that it would have been. But no, give credit to Washington. And for those that have not watched Michael Penix throughout the year, I think you saw yesterday how legit that dude really is. Why are uh, you looking at me when you say no, that? No, I'm talking I'm talking because I like looking in your who had eyes. Him, who had him second on his Heisman? You did. Yeah. But I'm talking to the people that weren't able to because they don't stay up for Pac-18 after dark, whatever they're called. Well, it's Pac-2 now. Yes. <laughs> then, I mean, that guy's legit. He's, he's got a he's got he's a great really arm. He's thirty years old, but he's still good. He's really good, but you know what, um, Jeff? And I think <laughs> I hate to say this, but I think you probably had the same feeling. You're watching those two semifinal games. You go, this is not the same game Florida's playing. This is a different game, uh, physically, athletically. Um, to be honest with you, coaching wise, I think it, it's a different game. And but I I, th- I think though when I watch because. When I when I think about Florida and where some of the deficiencies still are, it's up front. Yep. And so I watched the offensive line. I watched the defensive line. I watched a little white fat dude wearing fifty five from Michigan just blow up a really good Alabama offensive lineman because he wanted it more, and he made a big tackle when it was a chance for Alabama to go in and win the game. And that's what made it even longer than to, to try to get in overtime. Like it, it's just, yeah, no, you're right. Florida just doesn't have the talent up front that all. And, and, and I don't think you need to have a lot of talent. There's not a receiver that I watched through all this, even though that receiver from Washington's legit, but it's because, Who, to, by the way, just so you know, I have a Blitnikoff vote and he was my first pick in the Blitnikoff. So I'm going to take credit for that. Okay. And he's obviously really good, but he's really good because he has a legit quarterback. Like, if he's playing for Florida State without their starter, if he's playing for the third stringer, he's not that good of a guy. Exactly. So you need to have a good offensive line, a good defensive line, and a stud quarterback. If you have that, you're going to win a lot of games. Alabama did not have a stud quarterback in that game yesterday. Eh, eh, I'm not going to go that far. I think... Milrow is limited in what he can do. We throw for a hundred yards. Yeah, but they ran him a lot. He, I mean, he, but that's what they did all year. You know, when Not they got really, well, they got good when they were running, running him a lot. I don't know. I mean, Michigan had a month to plan for him, and they they had a great plan, and he still almost won the game. The game was over. At fourth and two, you're th- sitting there they going, stop if they stop and this game's over and I'm watching the game, I'm like, I'm rooting for him, so I hope it's, you know. But, um, you know, you're right. It, it's about the quarterback. Uh, more more so, It's as we know in the NFL it is, it's all about the quarterback. And these teams that don't have quarterbacks are, are on their fourth guy. The Jets, I think, started a fourth-teamer. I, I think the Broncos started a fourth-teamer. Uh who started the season as a four-teamer. So it is – it's about the quarterback. That's the, the world we yeah, live there's in. There's a lot of really good skill position players. Yes. But they don't matter unless you have people blocking for you up front. They True. don't matter if you're a stud-wide receiver. Like, do you think if Quezzy and Redell and Ike 
didn't have the quarterback that they have, they would have been as good? No. No? But that's the way it works. I know. So that's the problem. Like for, for all these people that keep her, you know, thinking, oh no, Florida didn't get this guy or ETN left and they're not going to have Pearsall next year. I don't really give a crap because it doesn't yeah. matter if you can't go get these big dudes to push some people around and create holes. Let me give you a great example of that, Jeff, with just what you're saying. Um, LSU's offense. Didn't miss a beat without Jane Daniels, even though they had a quarterback who couldn't run the ball. Mm-hmm. Jane Daniels made a living around the ball. They they didn't. That was fine. They 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 were able to move up and down the field, won the game. So I mean, it's. Um, I think it is. You, you got to have a quarterback who knows what he's doing. But but if you have skill players and you have the biggest thing is if you have an offensive line that can protect him. Anybody can be a great can quarterback. Can be a good quarterback. Yeah. So I think that's Oh, I mean, that's I just believe that more and more from the games that I watch and yeah. I think more than any other year of the 37 years I've been on earth. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you think I'm that young? Uh, if you want to say that, like when you're in public, I'll I'll, li- I'll go with it. I'll I'll say yeah. Okay. I remember I remember you played for the 19 19- or no, the 2004 Gator baseball team. <laughs> well, it's only four years later. Okay. All right. Then it had to be like 2010. 90... Yeah. I played on that team <laughs> if I was 37. I yeah. Think. All right. All right. But anyway, like, I think more than any time that I've ever watched football, I paid more attention to the line. Why? Why aren't the Gators good enough? Why? Why has Florida gotten to the point where they can't win football games? Like where, why, why did I not get to go to a bowl game this year? Well, you, and work? you should look at the defensive line more than the offense. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Both lines of scrimmage, yeah. and I just I, I watched that Michigan dude go make a play when he had to, and he blew up a really good offensive lineman. The last play of the game, the the right tackle, huge for Alabama, but he got blown up by a skinny dude, and it pushed it back into it. It screwed up that play. Well, and that's why it didn't work. The snap screwed up. Well, low snap because too, which happened several that, times. If he if he catches it in his chest, and he's going, yeah. and he goes left where there's a wide open yeah. hole. It was a it was a fine play call. Yeah, it, the play call wasn't the problem. The problem it was, was the execution yeah. of it. And Michigan wanted the execution more, and Alabama wasn't for some reason up for that play. So I don't know. All I right, think that, me, that's where it happens. I'm going to give you one last thought on the bowl games, and then we'll, we'll talk to everybody who wants to talk. Yeah. Okay? And that is, I saw two things that, one thing that made me love college football, one thing that made me want to divorce college football because I'm I'm on the verge. I am I am in therapy with college football. Okay, we are having talks and and you know, it may not work out with us. Okay, because I am so is fed this up. Just because of, of the opt outs and all the opt outs, all that stuff and okay. everything. But the the thing to me that drove me crazy this this guy Cooper Beebe from Kansas State number one guard in the draft m- probably means he's a first rounder maybe a second rounder plays not only the whole game but pl- plays his ass off okay then I go to the LSU game Malik Neighbors plays the first half because he wants to get to a thousand yards it's a big deal for him it's a record I, I don't know we know what the record was at one point I, and then at the ha- second half he took his pads off and said, I'm not playing. It's a game that you're – why you – oh, it just infuriated me. No. 
oh, well, he doesn't have to play anymore. Why should we watch the game then? Why should we watch a game where people don't care? And that's exactly why I didn't watch. And you, but you watch ninety-five percent of the game. I still so watch. That's your problem. I still like the sport. I'm. I'm. Let me tell you what, Jeff. I am being weaned off it by the uh, idiocy of the college football hierarchy, and that includes the NCAA, but it also includes all the schools too. All right. Well. Thomas is here, and we are ready to uh, get after it for the first time here in 2024. So we'll open up our Titan MRI phone lines, 392-8255. For, uh, for those that called, I think, right away, we were having some issues, but it's like we're back up and running, good to go, ready to go. So uh, let's do it here on the tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m., WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly May dusts, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly Maid is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Uh, What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. 
Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. We are your home for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with a WRUF radio app. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we welcome you back. Dools and Dozo here with you. Phone lines are open and working. 392-8255 if you want to get in. We'll uh, certainly get after. A lot of football talk, of course. But one really good thing that happened for Pat and I, being Braves fans, Chris Sale coming to uh, see, Atlanta. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, maybe. I, here's my thing. Because as you know, I am a... Red Sox fan too. Yeah. Not and again, the Braves player in the Red Sox. I want the Braves to crush them, right? Yeah. I'm I'm more of a Braves fan, but I like the Red Sox are my American League team. And when he, they got him, I was really excited, and he wasn't very good. What's he been hurt? Well, he's hurt, and that's my thing. I don't know how good he's going to be. So they got him. Great. Okay, we'll see what happens. Uh, meanwhile, the Dodgers got. I think they're. I think. God is playing left field, and Jesus is on in right field. Yeah. I mean, they got everybody. So we'll see what we can do with those clowns. Not not God and Jesus, but yes, doctors. that will be uh, we difficult. It's going to be tough, but hey, you know, I'll, I'll be ready for it. And uh, but it was a um, it was certainly an interesting. I don't even want to. Um, tomorrow we'll talk a little more basketball. Okay, mm-hmm. well, I I've got all these stats that I put together that I was going to bring in. I went, no, we need to talk football the first day back because uh, obviously a lot of things happen that aren't great uh, for Florida. You know, a lot of guys getting in the portal and ETN going to Georgia and Scooby Williams getting in the portal and you're sitting there and you're like, well, what what in the world is going on? But, But part of it is, part of it is when you lose, people leave. When you win, people come. That's the way it is. Okay, these but days. Scooby Scooby Williams just got in the portal, right? Yep. The portal's been open for a while. Yep. So why, all of a sudden, do you now make that decision to do it way past when you could have done it? Like, what is your theory of why that happened? And I, no doubt about it. That's why ETN's gone. ETN, you know what ETN's getting from Georgia? From what I've been told, three hundred thousand dollars, thirty thousand dollars a month. 
It's like live. Mm-hmm. NIL is a new live, except they haven't murdered people. Um, but that's what it is. I mean, and and, and I'm th- sitting there going, if I'm Trevor Trav- Trav- Etn, I'm not. I I can't always confuse their names. Um, if I'm Etn, and I'm sitting there, and, and one school's offering me thirty thousand dollars a month, and one school's offering me. Five thousand, but maybe ten if you make all SEC. Where am I going? I, I may jump, and he was tempted last year to do that. So the fact that he went to Georgia, Georgia's got the money. Georgia's winning. Georgia's going to pay more. Their boosters are spending money because they're winning, and that's the thing that is kind of discouraging about college football right now. The better you are, the better players you're going to get versus the NFL. Where the worse you are, the better players you should get, right? Yeah, and that's I, I agree with that. But the two teams that had the most five stars out of the four that just played yesterday lost five stars. Yeah, well, I mean, five four stars. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think there's a big difference between them. You can't tell me that um, Michigan didn't have as good a player as Alabama. In fact, probably better. And a lot of it, no. I don't know about that. Blake Corum was the best running back on the field, right? Yeah. I don't think who was the best quarterback. Yeah. And neither one of them were that great. They had a better offensive line. They had a better defensive line. So is that development or, or recruiting? That that I mean, and that's where, that's a reason why Florida is ha- has a new strength coach, or they can call him whatever he is, performance coach. And hopefully he makes a difference. Because Okay, and so let's talk about that. The the changes that a lot of Florida fans were hoping for, at least some of the deficiencies with this year's team, were the back end of the defense, which gone, mm-hmm. coach gone, and strength and conditioning. And strength and conditioning and <coughs> defensive line, gone. Yep. Strength and conditioning, reassigned, so to speak. So I, I think it's not everybody that is clamoring for these things to happen and noticing what needs to be changed, I think, should be happy that Billy Napier has changed that. Now, I guess obviously the one thing they haven't done is an offensive coordinator for people to that, that have that. But again, I don't think the offense was... The problem. I don't think that's the problem. I, I think that is like ninth on a list of yeah. problems. What, what needed to happen. Yeah. So you're starting to see some of those things happen, and we'll see if it does make a difference. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I don't think you get that much progress in. So what are we talking about? He's, he's probably just reporting here, right? Mm-hmm. So seven months. Eight months. I don't think you make that much progress. You make some progress, but you're, it's it's a long term deal, where guys have to get better. And again, with a young, young team, with all these guys coming in and everything, and all the guys that came in last year, they needed to do that. And I I didn't. I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying I, that always looked like a like thirteenth grade team. You know what I'm talking about? Like they weren't in high school yet, still. But they weren't really in college. They were like in the 13th grade physically. And a lot of it was because they were all, fr- I mean, so many freshmen yeah, out there. Yeah, more, played more freshmen than anybody in the country. Yeah. So uh, they looked like that, though. They looked like freshmen. 
Now, is that his fault? I don't know that. I'm not, a, I'm not in the weight room. I'm not lifting weights, as you know. I, mean, I would I would have guessed that's what you were doing all break. I did a little bit. You look big. I, listen. <laughs> I did. You look big for sure. All right, let's get some uh, phone calls as we uh, get out there. Our Titan MRI hotline sends us to Brian. Hey, Brian, what's up, man? Hello? Hello, Brian. How are you? Brian. Well, maybe go to the next guy. Uh, we're, I think we're trying to fix it here. Let's see what, what we got. We're good? Hey, hey Brian, got Hello. you, man. These damn air. Yeah, we got you, Brian. Um, hey, listen, I have a question. I have a statement to make. I, uh, you know, my feelings on the ETN transfer, I don't think it's a big loss. Nope. To be honest with you. Uh, can't pass block. You know, one of the most one of the last games of the season, he was supposed to run out of bounds and uh, stay in bounds to keep the clock moving. Didn't do that. But I, you know, you can't do play action pass with him. You know, and that's a that's a big part of the offense. Completely yeah, agree. And, and, and but and, you know, when you're Georgia, all you need to do is get him in for a couple plays. Yeah. He's not gonna like Robbie was the one who brought it up to me because he'll probably get like six or seven carries a game at Georgia. Yeah, but be more than that no, to, to bring them in there. They've got really good running backs, yeah. and and I, and but Brian, I I completely agree. I think for everybody that panicked, I think you know just perception wise is what made it look bad. But if you think about what that room is, and you think about what what Montreal was able to do this year, and then you know the the guy that they brought in that got hurt was really really good. Cam he was going to get a lot yeah. of playing time. Yep. And you know they they've got a really good room Webb, there. So Webb's a good player. It, yeah. it doesn't bother me one and, bit. I think it's just that that perception of oh my gosh he was supposedly their their best player, which I don't think was the case anyway. It's, no. it's not a big loss and, to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't think CB Williams. That I don't think that's going to be a big loss. No, it's I wouldn't. Not a big to be honest, I wouldn't want anyone from that defense. Nope. Yeah. Yep. Well, right. y'all guys have a good day. Yeah, Brian. Thank you, man. And and I think part of it was. You know, as you look at that too, maybe Scooby Williams. That's and that's why I asked you that question because I wonder what what your your thought is. I mean, I'm I'm sure he thinks he can go into the portal, and you know, there's some people that have been. I'm sure somebody has told him we'll give yeah, you we'll get the X, X amount of money. But I also think that he probably hasn't been able to sit there and take some of the criticism that he's probably getting because he wasn't anything special. This year, so no. now if you've got coaches that are saying, "Listen," or if he goes back to him and says, "Hey, I can get fifty thousand dollars, so to speak," and then you know, what are you guys going to give me? And then the coaches look at him and say, "Well, why would I give you fifty thousand dollars when you didn't do this? This is how you yeah. acted, and they're slotted. You couldn't do this, yeah. They're slotted into what they. If you get second team All SEC, if you do Correct. this, that's if you how, do this, that's how it works. And then it and." You know, um, that's that's part of the problem with the, what we're dealing with right now with the NIL. But it is what it is. I they, mean, they don't want to compete. They don't want to think that they're bad, and they're not willing to work to get better. And and I think more than anything, what I remember, Napier, they also let me tell you what Jeff, I I totally agree with you on that. But they also don't want to lose. And I think there's some. There, I'm not saying. In this particular case, okay, but then but why, I think there are players who who are tired of being on. Then then bad why teams. did Graham Mertz come back? I don't. 
That's a good question. Because he's the type of player that is actually willing to work and get through this. Yeah. So to me, the ones that didn't decide to stay and the ones who couldn't take any of the criticism are the ones that Billy Napier is still trying to get rid of. Because he would say time and time again towards these guys, stick with us. You know, we're going to coach you up better. We're going to get you to that point. We're going to be better. And if you're if you're not with us, then yeah, go I, go somewhere else. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of people that aren't. What what did Nick Saban say after the game last night? The whole we thing, shot ourselves in the foot. Yeah, but then he also said, "I really like this team because they all tried to buy in to a common goal and believe in what we were trying to do for them." And that hasn't been the case in the past on several teams that I've been a part of. I think he even realized this was probably his crappiest team. Oh, yeah. Yet they won the SEC championship and beat a team that had won 20 million straight games because they bought into it. And I still don't believe that there's enough guys a part of this Florida team that are willing to do that. And, yeah, well, they've got to do and that. figure out that process. If so. they don't, they're going to be playing with somebody else probably. But that's the thing. Um, what The best teams in the end, Jeff, it's not just about NIL. It's not just about the portal. It's not just about all the things we talk about. It's about do they buy into what their coach is selling? Agreed. And do they does their coach inspire them? Does their coach get them ready to play? Does their coach do a good job of coaching him? Yeah, and that's where Florida's got to get better. They got to get better at that part of it too. They they can't put thirteen guys on the field anymore. It's got to stop. I agree. There's certainly things that need to change. All right, we need a break. We'll do that. Come back. More of your phone calls. You are listening to The Tailgate. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing, since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel any time. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Staying clear and chilly into the evening. Overnight lows dropping to the mid to upper 30s. Areas along in North I-10 could fall to or below freezing. Frost and freeze alerts are in effect for those areas. Tomorrow, warming up. Increasing clouds. Highs getting to the upper 60s and lower 70s. We'll have an increasing chance for showers, especially overnight tomorrow into Thursday morning. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. The playoff games next year, now the bowl games will be intact. They'll mean something. They don't mean anything when there's only two, you know, there's two games here. But you're going to get some players who are going to stay because the games are going to mean something and they're going to want to play in those games. Therefore, some of these bowl games that nobody cared about. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Hoop, there it is, with Steve Russell and ESPN's Mark Wise. Monday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back. We are back, and we are beautiful. And we're spectacular. I did watch the uh, Seinfeld uh, finale the other day, because you know, you know how weird I am. Right. Yeah. I, w- I watch all these college football games, but I always have enough, something else on the second TV. So the entire Alabama game, I was watching this unbelievable, and it was so good. It was on Fox. It was a uh, retrospective on MASH with all inter- new interviews and stuff. It was great. And MASH is w- kind of before your time. Yep. But um, – it's the best show that's ever on TV if you go by the number of people who watched it. Yeah. The Se- highest finale ever. Yeah. They get it. They get at it. The time. Their final share on the fun finale was 77. Super Bowl doesn't get 77. Mm-hmm. So Pretty darn good. And it was a great show. Great show. But anyway, I like doing that because then I can just not listen. I don't know why I don't want to listen 
to what they're saying about the game. I just want to watch the game and form my own opinions. Okay. But I'm weird. I'm That's weird. You do it. It's fine. Let's get uh, back to the phones. Jake joins us next. Hey, Jake. Hey, man. What's up? What's up, Jake? Pumpkin, fat bottom girls, man. How about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we instead of the good, bad, and the ugly, we had the good, the bad, and the good. And I'll go over that. It was really good to see uh, the Bulldogs kick kicking the ass of Florida State. It was bad to see what Alabama let happen at the end. And it's good to see what our Florida basketball team is doing. So that's what I'm kind of thinking. I'm I'm pretty excited about this Florida basketball team. Yeah, to, to go through December and you know really six and zero. Yeah, to tell everybody, games. hey, we're gonna we're gonna win them all, and that that be the goal of the team for them to do it. I think that was certainly big. They still got to win. Think, they've got to win some games. I mean, the the, the bottom line is yeah. their their net is. Not great. It's it's okay. It's good yeah, enough to there, get in. There were a projection that came out today and still didn't have Florida in the field. Of 60, yeah, they're they're on the bubble right so. now. But I mean, who cares about that? But it, yeah. look, the bottom line is you get to play Kentucky. Um, obviously, Saturday you get Kentucky at the end of the month again. You've got Tennessee on the road. You're going to have opportunities to win games, and if you can pull those off, is what is going to matter. The problem for Florida right now, and it is unrelated to what they've done. It's that everybody they they beat and you go oh power five team good win Pitt good win FSU good win Michigan not so good yeah and and that's that's not yeah. their fault they've done the best they can but um we they got they've got to figure a way to win I they're not gonna be able to go nine and nine let me put it that way in the SEC and get, yeah. get in the tournament they're gonna have to win at least ten maybe eleven games but yeah good chance to get it started and and do like the way they're playing Jake. I think they're going to beat Kentucky. I really do. I've got a real good feeling that they're going to rise up here Saturday and uh, win that game. We'll see. But we will see. I've got a good feeling. We're yeah, we're going to beat them. But anyway, you guys have a happy New Year. All right, Thanks. appreciate it. Yeah, got to make shots against Kentucky because Kentucky's going to make a lot of shots. I mean, they they've got great three point shooters. They're not the inside game they used to be, but their their guards are really good. I've watched them play a lot this year, so. Uh, we'll talk more about that as we get closer to the game, but yeah, they're got to they're gonna have to shoot well. They're not, and they need to get Riley Kugel going. Golly, oh for nineteen his mm-hmm. last nineteen threes. What I'm do you think good. of his body language? Is it just me or am I? Well, I'm a big body language guy, and it's his is not good. Not good. Yeah, it's just it's a, not like a fit, and I think he maybe is moping because he's not the superstar a little bit when he's yeah. so used to that and all the conversations about. How good he was going to be this year, and then it's obviously being proven that he is not the best guy on this team. Well, my hope is that he goes, "Hey, I'm going to revert back to no Colin Castleton on the team form, and start coming out and start doing really good things." But But he's not the man. So, well, who is the man? I mean, they've got a couple of guys that've been pretty darn good. I think they don't have a man, and I think that's the best part of this team. Is it could be pulling one night, it could be Clayton one night, it could be I, I love Therese Samuel. He's you know, such a good player. Could be Hanglot in one night and and one night it could be Riley Kugel. So maybe he'll be that guy who kind of takes that you know, takes the uh, But he wasn't even in the game at the end of the mission. I know. Like, I know. 
You didn't even I sniff any time. I'm curious. I so, haven't talked to Todd about it, but I'm going to ask about it. Okay. Well, I still like the body language here. It's almost yeah. like not good. I got to be here. Yeah, just <laughs> going through the motions. We'll talk to John next. Hey, John. Hey, glad to see you guys back. We missed you. Yep. Missed you too. We missed you guys all. Well, this this is kind of kind of for Jeff, but uh, really the ETN thing. I think problem with ETN is we all fell in love with him. We all liked him, and we gave him a lot of passes. You know, it's not that. I mean, he he was a good football player, but sure. he's not going to be missed that much to me. I have a question. Talking about how many totes is he going to get at, at Georgia? After watching that game about the third quarter and their fifth running back, I'm thinking, okay, there's got to be somebody they trot out there that's not good. I just want to know, who is ETN going to beat out for carries in that backfield? I mean, they're stout back there. That was the first thing, Rob. I mean, I I know they lose their top two guys. I think Mm -hmm. Robinson and uh, Milton. But they've got plenty of guys behind them. And look. They may have promised ETN some things, but he's going to have to earn them. And, and again, like Jeff was talking about, the guy can't pass block, doesn't want to make the effort on it. He's not a big physical back. I loved him, though. You're right. You hit yeah. it right on the head. He was my favorite player on that team uh, last year. But um, he's got to he's – you know, he, I, I can't blame him. He took live money. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was considered the best – running back in the transfer portal. And the best is going to go to the best team. And that's uh, that's what he ended up doing. And I guess, and, you know, the weird part is, was he wanted more carries here at Florida. And, and I think that was part of the complaints that saying, hey, I, I want more carries. And he wasn't going to split the time with Johnson. So Napier, I'm sure, told him, like, that's not going to happen. We're still going to play Montrell. He's, he's really darn good. And those guys actually really liked each other. They got along well. But... That's what yeah, I think they is also curious. Giving them a lot of money. That's that what Florida great. can't do. So, and that's what the curious part is. You know, if if you were moaning and groaning about playing time and not being the guy, you're certainly not going to be that at Georgia. No. So the money is weighing more on on that than anything. But also, it is a little bit of it is. I think you know I can go there and have a play maybe for the national title. Sure. And at Florida, you know, didn't go to a bowl game, and that that. That again is a concern for me, not just for Florida, but that the weaker are going to get weaker and the stronger are going to get stronger. Well, going back to ETN, here's my thought on that. Why? What's going to make him more of a team player and work harder? I mean, he could have done that here. He wants to go someplace where it's going to be given to him. You know, hey, I'll get me a ring. But everybody else is going to do it for yeah, him. Yeah, but it's I don't it's not he, like it's being given to him. I don't like I like I I. Said earlier, I think he he, if he gets ten carries a game, it's going to be a lot. But he thinks it is, but it's not. But he's going to make a ton of money. He's going to be set for literally. You could be set for life making thirty three hundred sixty thousand dollars. Okay, in a year, you can be set. So I mean, that's it. It's basically it's an nil deal. Well, he's not looking down the road any. But anyway, thanks for taking my call. Okay, John, thank you. Well, yeah. I mean, he was going to... Sh- he He's not... I And I, I, I obviously understand what you're saying. If someone says, hey, you can have 300 grand here, you can have 50 grand, 
you probably take the 300 grand to then be in also a better situation. But if he's looking to the next level where he's going to make money, then by but who go- puts the most players in the NFL? Okay, but but by going to Georgia is not going to change where he is going to get drafted. It actually might lessen that because if he doesn't play as much, he would have gotten more opportunities at Florida to show off what he could do. So I I, I agree with what you're saying. However, there you can make an argument that hey, maybe they develop players better. You know, I mean, they would you lost not, one would game you not, in three years. But would so. you not say that he's second or third rounder? In the NFL draft? I don't know how good an NFL guy he'll be, to be honest with you. So why not get the money now? There's an argument for that, okay. too. And that's, then that's his thinking. Maybe he thinks I'm not good enough to be in the NFL, so yeah. I need to get paid now. There's a lot of guys who feel that way. It's really hard to make it in the NFL. And again, we don't know what he's thinking, but you know, if guys are making a ton of money and they're getting paid a ton of money to go play uh, college football, it's not... It is what it is. They're trying, again, Jeff, they keep trying to push me away from the sport that I, and Jeff Cardoza will tell you, nobody loves college football more than me. There is not a human being in the world. I'm watching. Oh, Kirk Herbstreet. You know, I, I blow him away. I'm watching games he's not watching, okay? I love it more than anybody, but it's pushing me away. It keeps trying to make me divorce it. Right. Well, we're going to uh, push each other away for a few minutes. <laughs> but then we'll be back miraculously to uh, wrap up hour number one after this timeout here on the tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Nothing but net. He hit that from deep. That was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of a game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Marantz. With speakers by Bowers and Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. So, you got a new gadget over the holidays. Don't forget to listen to your favorite station on Odyssey. Unwrap a new Amazon Echo or Google Home? Be sure to tell your smart speaker to play your favorite station. Received a new Sonos speaker? Check on Odyssey on the Sonos app for access to hundreds of stations. 
Got a new phone? Don't forget that the Odyssey app is the only way you can jump to your favorite show with Rewind. No matter what you receive this year, listen to your favorites with Odyssey. Download the free Odyssey app today. A-U-D-A-C-Y. We're proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, finishing up hour number one here on the tailgate. Good to be back. Happy New Year, everybody, here until 6 o'clock, just like the old days, as we go back to the phones and get Bernard to join us. Hey, Bernard. Hey, Steve. I see it's 2024, man, but I see Pat Dooley uh, still coming, in my opinion, with the negativity. I'm getting tired of this crap about these guys wanting to leave and go play for a better team. Hell, you're part are you gonna be a part of the problem or part of the solution? That that's my to me that I remember when Kevin Durant left to go uh the Oklahoma City Thunder and went to the Golden, Golden State, State Warriors. Yep. And, and Stephen A. Smith said that was one of the weakest moves in NBA history. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, ETN going to Georgia is one of the damn weakest moves in college football. He's going to try to gravy train a national championship. But let me say this. If you don't want to be here, I don't want you. Everybody, this constant, hey, ETN is gone. Bye. Don't let the road hit you on the door. Uh, And it seems like this, 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 this him moving, this was in the work sometime. It seems like this was his big brother thought it would be in his, even during the season, I'm surprised that none of these Gators inside had a word on this. This uh, Georgia knew this was going. This this didn't just uh, he announced on Christmas Eve or whatever. This didn't happen overnight. This move has been in the works. You know, we got Montreal Johnson coming back, and they got two good backs. And just like you said yesterday, Jeff, you watched that game. To me, you can. We we've had good backs here, Eric Red. Emmett Smith, and personally, maybe because the team was five and seven, everybody's. I don't. I, 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 when I think about the Gators offensively, I think about Graham Merz and Ricky Pierce. So then later on, maybe uh, uh, ETN. I mean, he didn't stand out. I, I, I mean, no. he was a good bite, but I, I, I don't lose no sleep that he's going. If you get your good offensive line, that makes the back end. And you, you guys mentioned something. You saw what you need to, to be successful, and based on what we saw, we, we have a ways to go to get there because both of those teams were stout on the offensive and defensive line, and I personally i am not surprised. I think Michigan is going to win the national championship, and Jim Harbaugh is going to be coaching in the National Football League. There's a misconception that they only play good football in the, in the SEC and Michigan and Ohio State with a completely hefty roster and no ops out. They can play with anybody in the country, and you, and you saw that yesterday. So, uh, man. Yeah, Ohio State actually had a lot of opt-outs. That's why they got beat 14-3. to 
And then their then their third team quarterback got hurt, so they had to bring in their fourth team. How many fourth team quarterbacks played in the bowl season this year? I mean, I, there had to have been like six or seven. You know, like Texas A&M was down to their fourth team guy too. Yeah, but it was the third string quarterback for Ohio State. But you know, but then he got hurt. To me, no. yeah, uh, Ohio. Second string uh, got, uh, got hurt in that game. Yeah. But if if Ohio State had a, a, a good quarterback, they beat Michigan. Uh, I think the defense wore down. But I don't have a problem with the man. You know, like I would say to you, Pat, you you have a problem with the. 65 years ago, you probably didn't own a cell phone, but you have now. We, you know, you, we have a lot of – we need to get with the time. This is college football. I think with the expanded playoff playoff, that more guys will not be opting out. But the bottom line is now the way this thing is set up, you have three games that mean something after the season. The rest of these bowl games don't mean deadly. And why would a guy – who has aspirations of playing in the NFL, risk getting hurt. It's just like Georgia blew out uh, uh, FSU with a healthy Jordan Travis and a complete roster. That's a that's a more competitive game. But Florida State didn't have – it's just like when Florida played Oklahoma a few years back and all these guys opted out and everybody wanted to, to blame a damn one. What, what the hell was Kyle Pitts going to play – in a bowl game, he was going to be a top, a top three pick. And then if Kadarius Tony was a first yep. round pick, you're right. But you guys have a great day. By the way, Georgia yeah. had four starters opt out of that game too. So yeah, they had over 20 people injured or out. Yeah, so they, they were just that much better. All right, we'll try to be better in hour number two. That'll happen when we come back here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, W251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. I can recommend them highly. I would recommend QC to anybody. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a zero. Real people with real lasting relief from joint pain. QC Kinetics Regenerative Medicine is regenerating me. 
wonderful, and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. This non-surgical approach is definitely the future. I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day. But we all have to go through it. And with it comes some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable. And one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away. But what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you'll be back on your way, carrying on your day in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in Gainesville, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community. And they've been so good that Lake City came calling. They've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well. Even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you and then say it. I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat all right hey everybody happy uh 2024 first time for us day two of the new year happy new year to everybody jeff and pat excited to be back here with you thomas is producing today we've had a lot of good conversation already certainly a lot to talk about after not being around for a few weeks but we greased up the old uh, engines again and ready to spit some fire Trent, here was, for the new when year. you said greased up i didn't know where you were going with that but we're less than 50 days until gator baseball really yeah oh, kind of hard to believe i gotta get uh with uh sully for uh, something i'm doing for um uh, gators wire saw sully yesterday at a uh, he said a birthday New Year's party on the twenty eighth was his birthday, but he shares the same birthday with his daughter. Really, which is really weird. So he doesn't really get to celebrate because it's all about oh yeah he's Peyton. done yeah. with that yeah. So you don't get you yeah don't you get, get no that. chance. So but yeah he was excited you know certainly uh, ready to get after it and get back and we'll talk about that in forty something days yeah a lot, we'll, of, a lot of football and basketball and we'll talk a lot of, well we'll talk a lot of basketball going forward too because uh obviously the big game this saturday but big week today's for, more for of both a football programs yeah. yeah 
So we'll do that. But yeah, Thursday we'll uh, make it more of a basketball show as we will actually right. be live at Electronics World. And Thursday night, South Carolina comes to town. So the women will take on the, uh, the number one team in the country, trying to pack the, uh, the O-Dome there. And then two days later, of course, it's already a sellout for Kentucky coming to town. So that lot, makes a lot me, of fun there. That makes me a little nervous when they announce that sellout. I'm like, ooh, Kentucky fans are showing up. <laughs> because that's what happens. I mean, they, it's fine. they have taken over that arena at times. But last few times I've been there, I'm going to be at the game Saturday. The last few times I've been there, there were a few, but it's not like it was, you know. When and like you, you know it is when you go to Omaha. It's when LSU. You, you, you just don't want to be there. The uh, the good times though was when Ashley Judd was here, and she came to Gainesville a few times, rooting yep, on the Wildcats. I remember being in um, Lexington covering the game. And they they had her come out on the court and um, and they held her up and she had a broken leg so she had her, her leg in a cast and they were holding her up the cheerleaders were all holding her up and she was waving to everybody and I was like well you know her leg's broken because she can't act so Double Jeopardy was a good movie it didn't go over well with the Kentucky writers when I said that I can tell you that. I bet <laughs> well we love all of you well, you know how much I hate them. We will not criticize you like Pat <laughs> likes to criticize because we got ATX Gator kicking off the hour in style. What's up, dude? Happy New Year. Hey, happy New Year to both of you. Good to uh, hear your voices again. Uh, glad you enjoyed some time off, but certainly missed you uh, on the airwaves. Uh, it's funny, too. You talk 50 days to less than 50 days to baseball, and it in reversely triggered in my mind. I'm like, man, how fast these seasons go. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we're already at one college football game left. Um, it feels like we were just making predictions in August about what we were going to do and uh, so on and so forth. And uh, Pat, I, uh, I can disagree with you a lot of times, but uh, I have to agree. I, I hate NIL and I hate this unlimited transfer and it drives me nuts. I want the kids to be taken care of and supported, but it's getting out of control. And, you know, we do a, a group uh, like college bowl pick and thing, and you, you you can't even make legitimate picks because you don't know what players are playing, who's opted in, who's opted out, did someone transfer, where are they, what's going on, unless you're looking every day um, to pay attention. It just it feels crazy. And then to hear you say EPN got $30,000 or, yeah, $30,000 a month and I don't know if your Florida numbers were, were accurate or you're just throwing something out there when you were saying five to seven or whatever else. But that then brings me to another thing that's like, how is that possible? How can we be that far behind or off in NIL space for whether we, we want to say, you know, oh, we, we can absorb the hit or not, that's fine. But the kid was a decent back. He was the number one running back that went in the portal, as you mentioned. And um, we certainly would have loved to keep him. I would just love to hear – you know, from, from two guys who are a little bit closer to the to the system, right, really is what it is. How how can that disparity be that drastic? It, it's hard to explain, but I can try to explain. And that is that a, some of the big money boosters, when you go five and seven, are not, like, willing to give the money. They're not, they're not, like, I know there's one of the biggest boosters right now who is really ticked off and is not, is not contributing. So, um 
you know, that's what it is. And, and when you go, when you win back to back national championships and you probably should have been in the playoff again this year, (laughs) um, your boosters are going to give you more money. They're going to come bring it. They're going to say, Hey, yeah, we want to make sure you're happy. You have the best team. We like this winning thing. And I think where Florida people are, Hey, we know how to win. We've won before. We don't need to give you any money. And I, I think there's a little bit of that. Um, but it's hard to explain because of the lack of transparency, Jeff. And again, I throw that $30,000 num- number out there. That's something I've been told. I don't know that it's true, even. You know, we, we've talked about it with other people before. So you hear the guy, the quarterback, the star of Tennessee got seven millions. I don't, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what they say. But it, and, it, and I think. You know, if you're talking about discrepancy and where where we are and, and other, I, I think you have to make a decision for Florida. That, well, is he worth that? So yeah. let's just say Florida wanted to match it. Um, do you do you give all that to that position where you've seen a guy, you've been around a guy, you know what his weaknesses are? Is he is he going to make that much of a difference? Because obviously, on last year's team. Is as good as some people maybe thought he was. That didn't help the Gators win more games. So they don't need to be paying a guy thirty thousand dollars a month. That's not going to help them win games. They need to go pay DJ McCray thirty thousand dollars a month, or whatever it's going to be. You need to find now the right mix of of where you're going to go. So I, I think that's where you look at it. So if it came down to Florida and ETN saying, "Hey, I need you to match this, and I'll stay," well, Florida, I think in my mind. And if you missed the beginning part of the show, like we're talking a lot about where Florida's deficiencies are. It's the offensive line and the defensive line. And that's where I think some of these teams and, and why Michigan's playing for a national title, they've got, I think, 12 four-star offensive linemen on that roster. So they've got the depth. They're really good there. So I think Florida needs to now figure out, okay, I need to give – like go give DJ Lagway a gazillion dollars. That's fine because that's the position that you really need to give that to. But you don't need to give it to – some of these other guys that are it's it's almost like the NFL pay model like they're not paying running backs because they're a dime a dozen and I think you have a lot yeah. of a lot of guys on this roster that can kind of be the, the same as ETN and maybe willing to work a little bit harder so maybe be yeah. blocking, I think that's that's blocking, where you have uh, it. yeah on pass protection and you know it brings me to, to the second thing I want to talk about you guys did talk about this again just you know I, I agree right it's the offensive defensive line the, but the piece of that you know, like I look at um, oh, his name's slipping me, but he just one of our D linemen, bigger kid, transferred to Missouri. Uh, McCullen, M- M- McCullen, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and so you look at him, and you look, you look at him, just his physical attributes, and you go, oh, that's an SEC defensive lineman. I, you know, I think the thing that Florida has lacked and still lacks, these kids just don't have that, you know, that dog in them. They don't have that just you know, mean SOB, I'm going to dominate you. Look at Washington last night. Their offensive line isn't huge. But Texas's defensive line did not push them around. Nope. No, and, they won, they won the, uh, kind of th- the Moore Award for the best offensive line in the country. So that tells you something <laughs> they about aren't, They aren't huge, though, Pat. You know what no, I mean? Like, no, you, I, I bet they're you probably not NFL guys. And, yeah. Right, right. It's But they have that – like innate thing. And I think Billy is trying to find kids who have it, you know, or as they may call them alpha sometimes, right? We just, 
we seem to lack a lot of that. And I think that goes to someone like even like James getting in the transfer portal. It's like, or, or not Shamir uh, James, Scooby Williams. It's like, okay, you're playing linebacker in the SEC at 6'2", 215 pounds. Like, I, I don't know, buddy, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So I hope, you know, we can be patient. I know nationally, Chief, on National Signing Day, the national media was just crushing Florida and crushing Billy and, uh, you know, then they do the schedule release, and I couldn't get in before you guys got off the air. You guys were packed that day. Um, but we got to just set realistic expectations. I know people were, I mean, we're a year away from it, but we're staring down the barrel of going 0-5 in our last games next year. Um, Ole Miss is, is loaded. You know, maybe if Brian Kelly ends up leaving for Michigan and those cards all fall in LSU, hopefully falls apart a little bit, you know, we can squeak one out. But in FSU, too, this is the last thing, and then I'll get out of your way. I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think FSU takes a massive step backwards next year based on what they're losing and that the difference in philosophy of, you know, they had kind of this one season based on the portal where they brought in and they hit gold, if you will, right? Or they hit triple seven on the yep, uh, slot machine. But next year, I think they're in trouble. DJ Ungolele, uh isn't, he, he's not that good. They can say what they want, but he he's not going to be their savior. And I think um, it'll be interesting to see you know, kind of how that uh, case study plays out next year with, with Florida State. Yeah, um, Cam I'll, Sutton. I'll listen off the air. I'll get out of your way. All right, thank you. Thanks, ATX Gator. The quarterback that was down to Miami and FSU decided to go pro, which was a, a stunner, I think, for both those teams. And so Uncle Leve was waiting to see what he did before he decided where he was going to go, and so he went to FSU. Look, we saw this guy play at Clemson. He was terrible. He was better at Oregon State. Pac-12 doesn't play great defense. I don't know how we'll be at FSU. I, I, it doesn't bother me that he went to FSU. That's all I can tell you. Agreed. Let's get uh, Dan to join us next. Hey, Dan. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Awesome. How are you? Good, good. Well, I want to get your thought on the way that we closed recruiting last season and this season. I want to get your thoughts on, on what you think happened. I mean, we had a top four class, what, about mid-November, then lost four guys, you know, mid-November or so. And then on signing day, you know, another four. Seven of the eight were all four-star defensive players, which we all know how, how bad we need them. The three-star was a receiver. Last year, you know, we lost several guys to Miami in the end game. All the big targets that were still left, we, we missed on them. Is it like we, we know we've got one of the best facilities in the country? We know Florida is one of the best schools in the country. All right. Um, Napier and staff seem to be working their tails off. I, nobody can say they're not. I mean, is it strictly are we down, guys, to, to the recruiting finish? of where the decimal point is on the check. Yes. Is that it? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, the two things that you just said don't matter. How good the school is and how good the facility is. They are, they are down on the list of what a player cares about. Every, everybody wants nowadays what they now have the opportunity to get. And and it's almost like Dan, and I'll use the, the Dan Mullen, your, your same name there, I almost wish Mullen was the coach now and Napier was the coach back when Mullen was here and there was no NIL because Napier's so Napier good. Would at, have cleaned yeah, up. he would have cleaned yeah. up. He's so good at getting guys here and obviously that's how he was able to attract all those guys and make them want to commit and say, yeah, I want to be a Gator. I want to buy into this. And then when it's all said and done, you, I mean, 
you don't know how hard USC and in what Texas A&M, a couple other schools really came after Lagway at the very end. And oh yeah, so yeah, I know. so for him to, to stay here as well, yeah, and obviously that's why he he had to wait till later in the day to kind of restructure some things. So because Florida didn't want to lose him either, so I think that that's the hard part. I just it's it's really really hard to be a coach nowadays, and and it's evident when you even have guys like Nick Saban who should probably be able to get everybody that he wants to, and he used to be able to, but now even Nick Saban's losing guys. Like, guys don't want to go to Alabama anymore because somebody else is paying them more money. And that you would think back in the day, if you get offered by Alabama, I'm going to freaking Alabama. I mean, there's nothing better than yeah, that. You're right. And that's yeah, not the oh, case yeah. anymore. So really? it's it's really hard to be a coach. And, you know, you, you can't really criticize that stuff happening because people don't really know, um, you know, what's going on behind the scenes. Well, Florida wanting to be this top five, you know, academic institution or whatever whatever the goal is if if I mean we're very high up you know already how much are we playing with one hand tied behind our back guys as far as you know what what NIL money is there I mean you know they're they're worried about the chemistry department and, you know the humanities department and you know you know the different buildings on on the campus you know school of higher learning obviously I mean how much of a deficiency are we playing at compared to other schools who don't care like Florida? It has, but it has nothing to do with your NIL and your uh, rank of your university are not anything. Yeah, but I think I think what he's saying is our our donors. But see, I, I think that's the part of the problem, Dan. Like you're you're getting a donor that's saying, "I want to build a chemistry building. I don't want to build a football building." So, and that's, it's not like they're just saying, hey, we're giving money to the school. They're actually designating it to, to something. So that doesn't really matter yeah, I don't one way or the other yeah. if they're, they're giving money towards education as opposed to, to football. And it, you could make an argument that uh, if you're going to spend $400 million on, a, on fixing the stadium, making the stadium nicer, um, when it, when a guy comes in to Gator Boosters and they go, mm-hmm. hey, you you have, do you want this money to go to NIL or do you want it to go to stadium improvements? Well, they should be just be saying NIL, but they're not. I mean, they're they're boost- you're, you're not allowed to as as a university to to sway people to put their money towards NIL. You can't you can't ask for is, that. Should should Napier hire an offensive coordinator? If so, you know, what names are you hearing? You know, I, I think he's a good play caller. The only reason I, I think it's a possibility, you know, you could put more emphasis on the total team, especially special teams. What, what is your thought on him hiring an OC? I think it's his call. I mean, I, I've never, ever told a coach he needs to do this or that because, and, and I think that's Scott Strickland's philosophy too. But the bottom line is, if he feels like he can handle it, that offense was really good this year. They they went through that one four game stretch where they averaged over thirty points a game and lost every game. Uh, that, yeah, the, the offense wasn't our problem. It wasn't the problem, but but you know there could be a point where he takes the approach that Eli Drinkwitz did and the, some other coaches have done, where they go, "Hey, you know, I need to be focused on everything, not just on the team." Not just on the right. offense, so I, and that's up to him. Though I, I, if he doesn't, he's going to be the one who has to answer. Uh, you know, if it doesn't work out, if he, if he, uh, you know, if he does, then 
Who are you going to go get that's going to run the same offense you want to run? Because the offense they're running is not a bad offense. In fact, the interesting thing, Jeff, watching that game last night, what did Kalen DeBoer do, Washington? Hey, coach. What did they do? They ran motion all over the place. Mm-hmm. See, I was like, this is like watching a Florida game, except mm-hmm. they had way better receivers. I mean, they, you know, one of them I voted uh, first place on the Bolitnikoff. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Dolphins are about to pass that 84 team that Marino had in, in most offensive yards, and that's all they do is yeah. the motion. So if, if you get the right personnel to be able to run it, that's right. the looks and a smart quarterback. And we saw that with Mertz this year, how much better he was at Florida than he was at Wisconsin. Like, it's it's a good offense, but you just don't have enough people to to run it properly. It's, it's more about getting players than it is about calling plays. Correct. Line Linebacker coach, any, any scuttlebutt on that? News, win, anything on that? You've heard it all? Nope. Nope. Not a thing. Okay. Guys, thank you for your perspective. Always appreciate it. Great show. All right. Appreciate it, Dan. Happy New Year. Yep. Okay, bye-bye. We'll uh, snag a break, come back with more of these wonderful conversations here on the tailgate. Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, W. R-U-F. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all. It's Kyle from Leonardo's Pizza of Millhopper. As the year turns over, I just want to say thank you to our great customers for making 2023 the biggest and best year in Leonardo's 47-year history. Since 1976, we have never baked more than we just did, and 2024 will take us even higher. At Leo's, of course, we make delicious pizza, garlic knots, and salad bar, but we sell memories. Come in with your family and friends to relive old ones, make some new ones, and let us know that you heard me on the tailgate. Jeff, we keep getting older... But Leo stays the same age. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. 
I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melden Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. We are back here on the tailgate. I did want to mention I ran into my friend uh, Ryan Glachowski. He's not my friend. He's you're way better friends with him than I am, but I I do know him. Yes, and I've got great stories about him, but I, I won't. They're all positive. But anyway, he was on the Florida baseball team, and his daughter Brooke is uh, going to Georgia on a full scholarship. And um, for gymnastics, for gymnastics, yes. And he said he thinks, and I don't know whether this is true or not. Maybe somebody here can tell me if somebody else is different. First Gainesville person to sign with an SEC school um, in gymnastics. So, yeah, I I think it's probably true. Yeah, Brooks worked really, really hard, um, and has had to train in Claremont. Yeah, Yeah. that's uh, that's, and I think that's part of why you don't get any local Gainesville people because there's not really that type of. Jim, but he did admit. Look, Florida's a different level. You know, Florida yeah. talked to her, but didn't of offer. But Georgia and Georgia and used she, to. It, it was reverse. Yeah, Georgia was a different and, level. Yeah, but no, it's it's been great to see uh, Brooke grow up and see it's her really be cool. as good as she. It was good to see Chow too. Man, he's a good yeah. dude. Yeah, very much so. I remember. Very I'll never so. forget what the when you guys got beat in '98 out in Omaha mm-hmm. and we're on the plane back and because uh, I flew back with you guys I rode back on the bus as well and he was he was uh, already doing his agent stuff you know and getting every, and I remember Darryl, Derek Nicholson walking off the plane he goes hey you just went in the 30 ter- second round of the Astros and he goes another day in the sunshine <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that as long as I live yep 
a lot of uh, a lot of great memories. But yeah, congrats to uh, to Brooke. That is uh, really really cool. All right, let's get the uh, the cattleman for the first time in the new year. First time of three hundred and sixty five calls. <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. Same old you know old uh, nil grumbles, right? Yep, appears that way. Yeah. Hey guys, let's start off on a cheery note. New Year. Hope y'all are well and all that jazz. Um, okay, uh, Georgia did not three peat. Yeah. Um, you know, Alabama didn't win it. I guess for you guys, Florida State didn't win it. I generally root against the Big Ten like most Southerners. Maybe the Washington Huskies will win it all. Maybe, they, maybe we're getting a happy, happy ending. Go to Disney World and see Tinkerbell. I'm still trying to figure out who you root for, though. What team do you root for? Because you really don't root for Tennessee. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Tennessee grad, Pat. I'd like to see Tennessee win, but uh, generally, um, you know, a lot of the same, a lot of the same enemies. Don't like Georgia either. We got a lot of stuff in common, but at least Georgia didn't three peak, right? Agreed. Oh, I I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. Yeah, and one other thing, uh, Pat. I know you're pretty close with John Adams. Sounds like y'all are in contact. Tell him I said hi next time you talk to him. He'll get a chuckle out of that. He's got an excellent column. I think you can get it without being behind a paywall talking about what we already know, that if you're a college fan and you like college football, you just got to change your mindset. You're watching pro sports now. Yeah, don't no think, doubt. Don't, don't think about dude walking to English 101 where he's getting his fake A in his uh, English class. These days aren't even going to English 101 anymore. <laughs> well, I will tell you, Mike, it's, it's a, it is um, – it, it, you're absolutely right about that. It is pro sports now, and it's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. And, I mean, everybody has their ideas. Of how, like, people were talking about how to fix the Bulls. I'm like, what do you need to fix the Bulls? What do you, why do we care whether, whether guys opt out of games? Because you lost your pick contest? I mean, yeah. the, the bottom line is the Bulls are just they're just being played. They're, they're out there. And, they're, and I watched a lot, all of them. So... But you don't need to fix the Bulls. There's no way to fix the Bulls. The only way to fix the Bulls is to start paying the players. And so yeah, and the it makes it even miss. more. Yeah, Pat, and the Bulls were hit and miss. These games last night were great TV and all that. But if you look at a lot of the blimp shots on a lot of these Bulls, like the Citrus Bowl, there are about maybe 35,000 people yeah. there. But they're not, they're not about selling tickets. They're about yeah, TV. It's about TV. Yeah. It's about TV. And, and they used to they like to sell some hotel rooms and all that, but I would yeah. highly recommend John Adams to you. On that. I heard Mitch Barnhart week back, guys, before their bowl game, which uh, unfortunately they lost. Really hate that for them. And he was talking about academics. I, I hadn't heard an athletic director even talk about academics in a while. I yeah. was kind of shocked to hear it. I don't know. If, you, if you're going to go to four different schools in four years, you're not really a student athlete. Oh, yeah, but I mean, but Barnhart was talking about it. We want to graduate our guys and all that yeah, crap. Good for you. Good for you. I mean, I just you wonder when all that stuff, people just kind of say, whatever, buddy. Uh, one other thing, guys, I'll clear for the callers. I want to say something about Harbaugh real quick. Um, guys, people forgetting, I'd forgotten that Harbaugh was viewed as a failed hire five years ago. Mm-hmm. He was a laughing stock. He was the $100 million man before John Gruden. Um, Urban Meyer whipped his butt. Where, where's a. Where's Harbaugh if uh, Herb doesn't blow up uh, in uh, you know, in Columbus? Well, that, that's yeah. been everything. Him yeah. now being able to to beat Ohio State, yeah. and obviously that wasn't the case early on. And what's what three years in a row? Yeah, yeah I mean, outside of that it. one year where there was the contested fourth down, and yeah. Michigan says they got the yeah, they outside of that one year. Them. Oh, Herb? Outside of that one year, it was Spurrier and Fulmer. 
I mean, I mean, it wasn't even close. He was his career was on on the rocks. Matter of fact, if you remember, guys, right there in COVID, he had to restructure his deal, or Michigan was going to fire him. He did, yeah. And, and you start to think about it now. Here's a guy that we all know he's a good coach. Nobody's going to say that. He did a great job at San Diego State. What went to the Super Bowl with well, the Niners a, and lost his brother. He's a great brother. coach. He's not a great yeah. person, but he's a great yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah. We, we went to the Niners, lost to his brother, did not move the needle at Michigan. If he wasn't a favorite son at Michigan, he probably would have gotten fired up there considering the, the big picture. And um, Herb blows up. Sure, that was a pretty nice night at the Harbaugh house. Herb blows up, and uh, now Harbaugh's on top of the world, and even with the posse trying to get him and ban him and do all the cancel culture stuff, looks to me like win or lose, he's going to have his pick between the Raiders and the Chargers. Yep, and if he wants to do that, I think he will. And I I, I will tell you this, I think right now Harbaugh is praying that on Tuesday – or, well, t- today is Tuesday, so let's say on Thursday of this week, the NCAA will come out and say something negative about him, so he can use that again, you yeah. know, because it's working for him. You, the guy coached, didn't coach six games. <laughs> it's How cr- funny is it going to be if they hand him the trophy with the confetti falling all over him? It's kind of like that year they handed the trophy to Bill Self at Kansas, right, with the money gun and all that. <laughs> yep, very true. <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> cheating, I, I, I cheating works. Cheating works. Hey, guys, I got a little breaking news. I know y'all like to go to the swamp. Uh, they're the new restaurant down there. I understand they're uh, really stocking up on Buffalo Trace bourbon because Blue's getting in. Y'all hang in there. All right. What? Big Blue's coming to town. Uh, yeah, they are. There'll be a lot Buffalo of Buffalo Trace is just outside of Lexington. It is. Been there. Good, I actually uh, had some Buffalo uh, Trace this week. Nice. During one of the uh, many parties we had. Nice. I don't remember what. David. I remember some of them. What's up? Hey guys, thanks for my call. Um, did you? Um, I'm sure you watched the Alabama game. What did you think about the last play call? I had no problem with the play call, but obviously, if you can't snap the ball to the guy, that's a problem. I mean, if you go back and look at the play, they had a guard pulling, and he was going to clear out that left side, and it yeah, was the linebacker got out of there space. with the running yeah. back when he moved. So it, they Alabama had the numbers; they just it was poorly executed, and then the the right tackle yeah. got blown up. I mean, you, you could probably say, well, hey, get Hurts out of the pocket because that's where he's been successful. Or, well, or Milrow. Or Milrow, yeah, sorry. One of those um, Alabama quarterbacks. So, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think I would have done when you a, originally look at it and you I, say, hey, he just ran right into the pile, then that was bad. But I, it, was, it was the, the right The timing got call. thrown off, yeah. yeah. Timing got thrown off because yeah. of the snap. And then, I w- personally, I would have done something different. But I, I, I don't think that it was a bad play call. Yeah, I mean, I just felt like, but they had eight or nine guys stacked in there, and the last thing I would have done was go to the middle. I was like more like, uh, you know, roll out to the left to the to the long side well, of the field. That's what he was supposed to do. Yeah, to throw a run. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when once the ball yeah, it, hit the ground, I mean, he's all he's thinking is, "Holy crap!" You know, you you got to think about in in that one second of time in his life, right? Yeah, where the ball yeah, is all set on the ground again. Seconds. There's already been these massive. They they lost an opportunity to score on the one series earlier in the game when he had two straight bad snaps. Um, yeah. So I mean I I just think it just didn't go right for him. They as Saban said they shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. One more question. Whether you guys watch the game or not, but the uh, you know the, it's been all over you know the news and stuff about the 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 ref the thing in the Cowboys Detroit game with the um, the guy reporting or not yeah, reporting yeah. or whatever. 
Well, you know, I'm, I'm just one thing, and maybe I don't know exactly the way it works, but so the guy comes in and says, hey, uh, I'm eligible receiver. Doesn't the referee then go over and tell the defense, okay, he number did. 68 or whatever? That's okay. what he says yeah, he did, but, the, but he uh, – the question is whether – he got the number right. Whether they, whether he screwed it up, or whether the cowboy or the uh, Lions did not. The Lions guys are saying the right guy said the right thing. So, 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 David, what what happened was you you don't have to, as the referee, tell the defense. It's it's supposed to be disguised. So what Detroit did throughout the game, they had number seventy several times go over and tell the ref, "I'm the eligible guy." Yeah. So. They always ran plays, obviously never threw them the ball or never did anything with them, but it then made in um, Dallas's head, you know, hey, this guy's got a chance. So now instead, 68 went over and said, I'm the eligible guy. 70 was not eligible, and that's when something got screwed up. But so whether still- the referee was thinking that, hey, it's been 70 all game, then I, I misinterpreted the number. Detroit did what they were supposed to do. It's a play they practiced all week. So you can't tell me that right. Dan Campbell is sitting there lying when they've practiced this all week. It shows on video that 68 actually went over to the ref. It, it was screwed up by the NFL for sure. But, but you, to answer your question, you don't have to as a ref go then tell the defense. According to what I was, I read, again, I, I, I don't know how accurate it is, but I've read a bunch – Times he did go tell the defense seventy is. I thought eligible. they usually do. I thought they usually Some, do. Tell I don't the think defense. they have to. You don't have to. They, he did. Okay, okay, okay. Because my point was, well, if the ref went over and said, okay, sixty-eight. Let's say they got it right and said sixty-eight. Well, they're not going to leave him uncovered, obviously. Don't right? they usually announce that though on the on the uh, like on the mic? I, it did. You always yeah. hear that. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they yep. got to get that rule so, fixed. Yeah, exactly. And then um, last thing is, as, as far as um, the Gators go, do you have any idea how many how many scholarships they have left? Um, they've to, got to, as many as they fill. need <laughs> because yeah. I, mean, I think they've got. <laughs> well, concern is you know if they don't fill these, you know, and of course you're not going to just fill them to fill them. But right. you know, you're almost like a team on probation if you're not filling these guys with, you know, these scholarships with some good players. Yeah, but I mean, the bottom line is you need you got to have sixty good players, and in, in my mind, yeah. that's how many go on the road. And um, I think they're at eighty-one now, something like that. But I mean, they're hell. We don't know what what's going to happen. Uh, what once a portal closes Tuesday or, or I'm sorry, Wednesday, Thursday, I think. Thursday, okay. <laughs> So who knows what's going to happen between now and Thursday? I mean, they could be down to even fewer numbers. But that, but that's just for players to go into it, correct? I mean, you can still right. get players out of it after that. Yes, I think. Yes, you can. Okay. All right. All right. Appreciate it. All Thanks, right, David. Guys. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. God, you got to learn all these new dates. And it's obviously two signing days. That portal still football going on, and let me ask it's you: it's going to open and close throughout that. Break. It's time for a break. We'll do that, and I'll tell you something interesting about the portal when we come back here on the Tailgate ESPN WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Yes, 
It's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call 333-0460 Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into awful pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence and and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. It's a big week for Gator Hoops. The women look to pack the dome with number 1 South Carolina on Thursday night, and the men, well, they'll host Kentucky on Saturday. Hey, it's Jeff. Join Duels and me at Electronics World this Thursday afternoon from 4 to 6 to get you ready for all the threes and all the dunks. Come on by and see us and take in all the Electronics World has to offer, from audiophile stereo and big screen TVs to smart control and automation. It's the tailgate this Thursday, live from Electronics World, just off of Newberry Road in the TJ Maxx Plaza. No radio access? Don't worry. We have you covered. Listen to Gators play-by-play anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Hey, that's us. Mary Wise got some good news over the, uh, oh, yeah. the break, if you didn't hear. Got a couple of uh, fifth-year seniors Ellie coming McKissick. back. Yeah. And uh, AC, I can't think of what I'm going to say. Fitzgerald. Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick is also the name of the strength coach, right? Or is that Fitzgerald? Pat. The new coach. Pat Fitzgerald. It's not Pat Fitzgerald. That guy uh, coached with, I, I'm looking forward to talking to Steve on Thursday. Uh, coach Burger will be on the uh, my podcast. I haven't had him on for a while, but... Um, he, he coached with him in South Carolina. And yeah. it's Craig Fitzgerald. Just to Craig miss, Fitzgerald. Not mess with you anymore. I'll give it give it in to you. Pat Fitzgerald was, of course, not to be a good coach to come here because he was bad. He was a good coach. But did some bad things. <laughs> All right, back to the phones we go. Let's get Kenny to join us next. Kenny, what's up? Hey, guys. Sounding good today. I appreciate y'all's comments on everything. Um, I was looking at the NIL, and, and I heard on a podcast uh, – you know, with the NIL money coming in, we don't know how much each individual member of the NIL, say, you know, donates. But there was something about the Grove at Mississippi uh, had 6,000 NIL members. Florida has 2,500. So you think, well, man, that, you know, who's donating how much? You know, and let's say 4,000 people donate $100 a year. Um, how how much how many players do you think we really pick up for that extra four hundred thousand dollars? You know, I, I don't know. know. Everybody don't know gets something. I know that. Yeah, but that's so, part of the problem. Is the more like it's hard to go to people and say, "Hey, we really need you to contribute to this," and and when they when you can't translate it onto the field, and that's the problem. Um, Ole yep. Miss can make that argument. Hey. I we're what did he win eleven, 11 games, games this year, and Jackson Dart's coming back, so you know yeah. he's getting money. Oh yeah, he's probably up, making more than he could make in the NFL. Well, and yeah. that was evident yeah. when when it came out that Brock Purdy was going to actually make less than a lot of the the big time quarterbacks <laughs> in college. So it, probably it's, less it's than ETN getting guys <laughs> to come back and and stay. But yeah, Kenny, well, you, you, you just don't know. Say, yeah, I think it is easier for you know your high folk your your. 10 win teams to go to those boosters and say, hey, if you sure. want to keep it at this level, here's what I got to have, you know, and, and they don't want to regress, you know, and, and where we are is, okay, I think I need to see a little something maybe prior to, but that's catch 22 right. off. You, of, you can't so. get there if, if you're not then getting the best players. And that's no. that's where I, no, I'm worried about college football, it. where it's, it's going to be the same 10 to 12 teams right. that are competing on it every year. Right. Now, have you heard anything about a, a friend of mine who's a CPA is saying there's some talk about making the NIL uh, not a uh, uh, not the contributions aren't tax deductible? Have you heard that? 
No, I don't even know whether they are or not, so I couldn't I couldn't answer yeah, that. I question. think they are right now, but um, I think what I'm hearing from him, if I understood him right, he's CPA. You know, follows that stuff, and obviously, I guess, has to give his people advice that sure. he. Sure, and it's going to then change it more. a lot more if that ends up being the case. Yeah, yeah, I think that puts a, a big pressing of the brakes on NIL at that point. But sure. um, hey, you're also talking about scholarships earlier. Um, how many we have left to give out? And I guess it is as many as you want to, even though there's a limit. Um, because we can dismiss, my understanding is we can dismiss players at will. You can encourage versus, players to leave. Yeah. Cut right. their NIL. You know, uh, you can encourage them to leave. I, I don't think Florida is going to tell guys you have to leave unless they do something bad. If you're a good, if you're a player that you just aren't good enough, I don't. I don't know that they're going to just say you, you're out. Your scholarship's not renewed. Yeah, I was just wondering how you know when Dion said, "Hey, y'all get, y'all go," because I'm bringing my own luggage. You yeah. know, coming in, to, you know, did they look at say, "Well, he'll he's going to take my scholarship from me"? Um, I, you know, I think that yeah. went along with what the coaches could do. If you're going to go in any given season uh, to the portal, we also have a right to say goodbye to you if you're not meeting up, so we can bring somebody in. But I. I don't know the ins and out of that, but I think Billy's pretty playing it pretty close. If he's not actually pushing people out, he doesn't have that many scholarships left to fill unless somebody does leave. So that puts pressure on actually who we can bring. I don't, I don't know. What do you think about that? No, I totally agree with you on that. It's, it's, um, it's, it's a total cluster to be honest with you right now. College, fo- <laughs> college football yeah. as a whole, and I think. Uh, hopefully we're going to see something change soon, but I don't know that it is. I, I, it, if I had to bet, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the portal's in the right place, but I guess if they move it, then kids may lose a semester. If they well, that's the biggest reason. They, 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 they yeah, yeah. That I, I mean, a lot of people. In fact, I, I saw Rick Neuheisel said this today on his show or on another show. He said, you got to move the portal after the bowl games. And I think Andre, Andre Ware said that also during a broadcast. I heard him say that. But then you can't get early enrollees. So I, I don't yeah. know. I don't. It's a mess. And, I, and, the, and the NCAA yeah. doesn't seem to be really involved in it. So we'll see what happens. Thanks right. for the call. Appreciate it. All right, man. Thank you all. Appreciate yep. you. Thank you, Kenny. Let's get uh, Monty next. Hey, Monty. Welcome. Well, gentlemen, I live in Virginia, and the chances of getting – uh, Buffalo Trace bourbon, or you'd think it was uh, Peppy Van Winkle up here because the the state controls uh, liquor sales. You can't, you just can't find it. Oh wow! So I've pretty much given up on drinking bourbon. Let me talk about. Uh, oh, you were talking about him earlier, who's struggling with the basketball team right now. Why can't I think of uh, Riley Kugel? Um, yeah, is it is it that he's because he's hurt? Because didn't the coach pull him out of a game because of a Injury. I don't. A couple I, games ago, I think they just the didn't want him in the game at that point. Um, to be honest with you, but I I don't really know. I'm I'm not as dialed in on basketball, but I'll I'll try to find out whether he's hurt or not. But yeah, I I, I do I do think though that the body language has not been great with him. 
I'm just wondering if the body language is frustration because he's not 100%. You know, and it's it's hard to be a hundred percent when you don't feel a hundred percent. That's for sure. True, that is true. Um, I'll, I'll check on that though right. for you. I appreciate you, yeah. you mentioning that. Right, and the other thing, this is addressed to Pat because I I really enjoy your Julie dozen uh, articles. Have you done one yet on the twelve plays that defined the twenty three Florida football season? I have not. That may not be a bad one. I'm always looking for new ones. Hey, look, I've been doing these for three years, so I'm I'm running out of good ones. But uh, usually, Florida uh, drops one on me because they do something crazy or, or good or bad. But that's a good one. Uh, I, I may be uh, the plays that define the season. Unfortunately, it would be a lot of negative in there. Yeah, fourth and seventeen would probably be the that's top number one of the right list. there. Fourth. I, I'm calling well, it now. I'm calling it now. Fourth and Armstrong. Yeah, but Armstrong also didn't anyway, tell the safety to be 40 yards no, behind the ball. but it's still – probably so Todd Grantham, didn't he? Third and Grantham, but, fourth and Armstrong. But I think I think if if uh, ETN stays in bounds, that play is moot. Correct. Which one's more important? Yeah. Which I mean, one is more defining? Yeah, you're absolutely right about that, yeah. And then, you know, obviously yeah. the, the kick that got moved back a few yards against Arkansas – what happened there? But, but was it the kick or was it the play before? Well, that's what I mean. The, the play before, people, yeah, right. that pushed them Correct. back okay. the extra yards. Yeah, they. I mean, that's right. those are the kind of things where uh, this. What we were promised is is Billy Napier was going to come in here, attention to detail, make the guys accountable, and recruit well. Well, not all those things are happening, and we. He's got to. This has got to be a year of accountability and attention to detail. And doing and get getting recruiting back the momentum going back on recruiting. Yep, certainly does. Good well, to, anyway, food for thought for an article, Pat. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate mine. it. I always, I always will take suggestions. Yes, for sure. I appreciate you and reading. If you them see too. it, you can smile and say, "Hey, I made that happen." Appreciate appreciate you <laughs> reading them on Gators Wire. That's right. Um, Pearsall's catch against Carolina got to be on there. Let's write through it right now so you can save it. Dave, what's up? Welcome. Hey, guys. Happy New Year. You too. Same to you. Yeah, a couple of things. You're running out of time, but I got about three things. I don't want to waste too much time on NIL. But, you know, it's it's impossible to know because there's no transparency right. unless somebody actually shows you a dis- deposit slip or a, uh, a cashed check from a donor to know how much anybody or anything is getting. There's every incentive in the world to lie by the troll bag men, by the agents, by mom and dad, by kids driving them, trying to drive the market and everything else. It's a bunch of crap we don't know about. We've heard denials and all that kind of stuff. So I don't want to talk about that. Don't, don't forget, movie. every one of these kids has an agent now in, in college. So that, you're right. And, that, and agents tend to lie. Yeah, ask our man Fred Taylor about agents. Um, <laughs> so, the great tank yeah, black. Yeah, exactly. So my, my thinking is I want to focus on the things that – I, I'm, I'm a fan. I am a fanatic about the Gators. A fan is a fanatic. And I'm looking forward to 24 season. We've got a tough schedule, but we've got to play it and we've got to win. So yeah. I'm focused on Miami and gonna, what's, that, what's that roster look like. And then long term, I'm really trying to figure out how I'm going to handle next season. The playoffs were announced today, and you guys didn't even talk about it. So on Friday, December 20th, 
There'll be an on-campus game um, of the first round of the championship. And then the 21st. Yep. I think I already knew that, yeah. Three games. That's when they announced it today. Three games, an early afternoon, a late evening, and an evening game, a late afternoon and an evening game on the 21st, also on-campus games. And then the quarterfinals will be the next week. And the first one's the Fiesta Bowl on the 31st in the evening. And then on Wednesday the 1st, you got the Peach Bowl, the Rose Bowl, and the Sugar Bowl, all games that are going to be in the, in, the, in the quarterfinals. And then the semifinals, you got the Orange Bowl on the 9th, and the Cotton Bowl on, on, on the 10th, and the championship's January 20th. I'm focused on that. How the heck am I going to afford to go to all of them? I will be in the swamp if we are one of those teams that get to host, which would mean we'd have to be ranked between five and, and eight, right? And then, and then after that, how am I going to get to the Fiesta Bowl or the Peach Bowl or the Rose Bowl, which I've always wanted to go to the Rose Bowl or the, or the Sugar Bowl? And then, you know, then you got Cotton Bowl and Orange Bowl. Yeah, well, then, hey, you know Indiana. what? They, it's not about the fans. It's about television, and, and that's yeah, the bottom know. line. But, um, but I wouldn't really worry about it for this year. That much? Well, Pat, that's not that's not the kind of thinking that you or the team or fans should have. We need to. Well, I can have the, it. They don't need to. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's sad that you spew it out to the whole world because we got to get on an attitude where we can win. You know, you talk so much about recruiting and stuff. Take a look, Pat, at the uh, at the recruiting records of of uh, Michigan and of uh, Washington. And compare them with the Gators for the last six years, and we had better recruiting rankings in every one of those six years except for one or two, and 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 not just recent ones either. You got to change your attitude this year. I hope it's a new beginning for you, Pat. You got to believe, man. All right. Well, eleven to fourteen in two years is not going to make me believe yet. So I'm, I'm I need to see some games being won. They go beat Miami. I'm going to have a different attitude. A lot of championship teams had crummy years the the year the two prior years. A lot of them. One undefeated one. Washington and Michigan didn't. Those are the two two last standing. Yeah. They were. Yeah. I think Washington was like nine and three last last year. So. All right, Dave. Thank you. Appreciate it. Happy New Year. And again, uh, that sentiment to everybody. Sorry, uh, Jan and Joe couldn't get to you tomorrow. We will be back though. So. Yep. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, get those conversations. We didn't even get close to touching all the stories we can talk about. Nope. So we'll uh, we'll do that. Appreciate everybody for calling in. Good to be back, certainly. And uh, we'll have a lot to discuss for the uh, the rest of the week. Thomas, thanks for producing. Tank engine. Good seeing you, dude.